It's the remix. It's the remix brought to you by Timberland and Missy Elliott and the internet's my cow with an X in between all of them equals a banger. It's a combination between E and the Celtic Carnax war trumpet. I didn't know about this until we turned it on. How are you doing? It's Cow Daily once again. Um, we're going to talk about Cosmic Aslan for a bit. 15-Minute Cities, based on a thread that was put out last night on social media, which, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll be kind with a hashtag. <laughs> but it has to be discussed, because this is like one of the Crystal Tory pipelines. And it's good people that were, that were known, names we see and have seen as part of the community for a long time, and I hope they continue to be. But damn, this can't stand good people. This cannot stand. Uh, let us know how you're getting on the comments and that. That would be sound. Um, always a pleasure, never a chore. Also, if you give an early positive react to the show wherever you're watching it, um, be it on the playback or otherwise, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube.com forward slash Cowdaily. Um, please do go to these various platforms. If you let the podcast run on the audio, it really helps with the chart position. Speaking of that, right, I'm absolutely fizzing. You know, I've been having um, problems with the podcast carrier. Libsyn. Um, they sent us an email, right? And this is the third time it's happened this year where the stats are broken. I was like, why were it like 100 and something in the charts? Like, what's going on? Um, they haven't been feeding stats to the chart for bloody... They haven't said how long, right? <laughs> but then they're all like, oh, it's all right. We've sort of got to work around. We've disabled um, the stats that feed your individual episode chart. Oh, sound? Nice one. I mean, it's notwithstanding the impact on my ego with a hundred-odd chart position instead of where we really should be, of course... Um, it's not just that, because it is the most important thing, of course. It's the fact of the, the reason you pay for this stuff, right, is to get the increased visibility that a high chart position brings. It's like, who's this plucky masked Avenger punching above their weight with the BBC, Nick Robinson, Le Slaphead in the War of the Balls? Disgusting. Disgusting. So, yeah, we've been missing out on all this visibility um really really pisses us off because you know we'll pay money for this like we don't make a profit we'll lose money on this but i see the bigger picture do you know what i mean so um obviously um i can't be asked to be changing things over but it looks like that's something that i might have to do over the weekend and like just port like the entire history over which isn't what I want to do with me weekend, but we'll see. I've put us another support ticket in. They give us a discount last time or like free credit and stuff. Um, I just want to. I just want them to do the feeding of the stats to the chart via the RSS feed and that. It's what I'm paying for. Anyway, that's chewed up a bit of time, but sometimes I have to use this as catharsis. If you're just joining where we're talking about Cosmic Aslan, 15 Minute Cities Conspiracy, and the climate emergency today, and also an honourable shout to the Palestine demo this weekend. Two seconds, just have a swig of this. Right, a little bit on the Palestine demo. As ever, the venerable Laura Pidcock is 
telling you is, ah, the Buddhist, so what you're saying to this? Uh, do you want to come to this from Newcastle tomorrow? Tomorrow being Saturday morning. Newcastle stopped the war together with Newcastle Palestine's charity campaign and organized another coach. So obviously an additional one. Brilliant. Tickets are £35 for employed and individuals receiving a salary, £15 for students, unemployed individuals, seniors. Email Newcastle P sc at gmail.com to reserve your place that's newcastle psc at gmail.com to get your place uh, the assembly points 12 30 p.m park lane london saturday 25th of november do not pass go do not collect 200 gefundus um let we let laura herself tell us all about what the actual crack is here spare with us Yes, Laura. Hiya. Since we last demonstrated nationally demanding a ceasefire, there has been an opportunity in Parliament for members of Parliament to vote on a ceasefire. An amendment to the King's speech was put that urged ceasefire. So obviously MPs had the opportunity to vote for that. 125 of them did, but the majority of UK parliamentarians either voted against or abstained on that vote. So that amendment was not carried and therefore the King's speech was not altered in that way. And that decision of the UK Parliament is at complete odds with what the majority of the British public think and want, which is that they want a ceasefire for the people of Palestine. Over 5,000 children have been murdered by Israel in the last six weeks. That's roughly one in 200 children. People have seen the most disturbing brutal images and videos of parents having to cradle their murdered children and children over their dead parents' bodies and so much more. So this Saturday's demonstration is important. It matters. It's an opportunity for us at a national level to be sending a message back to Parliament to say we want a ceasefire. You're not representing our wishes. We want a ceasefire. Absolutely spot on, um, Laura, right as ever about the great moral questions of our time. One of your own, I'm sure you'll agree. So um, I get in touch with Newcastle PSC. Oh, hold on. I read out before. I'll pull it up here. Get in touch with Newcastle PSC at gmail.com to reserve your place. Tickets £35 for employed individuals, £15 for students, unemployed individuals, and senior. Listen, right, if you're unemployed or anything like that, or a senior citizen or one of those bloody students, um, listen, I, I haven't got very much money at all, but I will pay out of my own pocket two £15 places. Um, for people who otherwise couldn't have afforded to get there. So I'm taking that on trust, right? And I'll send it to the organisers via PayPal. So that's two £15 places that I'm pledging out my own pocket um, to try and get some people there. So holler at your, your boy. Um, hopefully by close of business today, because um, I'm seeing my partner for a few days, so obviously we'll be enjoying my weekend. Um, but try and get it to us, and I'll just get the money across the organisers immediately. Take us two minutes. But obviously, you know, they didn't have us run the boot like a dafty the night. You know how it is. 
so yeah, shouts to Laura Pidcock as ever um, for all the hard work and just everybody who's not letting this drop because we're not. We're not letting this drop one little bit. Um, as Laura has pointed out, there um, the things that have been seen regarding um, just basic mass murder cannot go on. And um, whatever you whatever you can do to get your shoulder to the wheel against that war machine, please do. And again. Newcastle PSC at hot gmail.com and um, give me a shout via inbox or milk the cow podcast at gmail.com and I will pay out my own pocket two times 15 pound places for people who otherwise wouldn't have been able to afford it. Cool in the gang. Um, let us see how you're getting on the comments. Who's a boot? Who's a boot? Who's a boot talking? Oot the flutes. Andy Taylor, morning who, right back at you. Ding, ding, ding. Zoe Jarrett, nice to see you. Leon's about. Cow icons, Al Awa. What we're doing, what we're doing. Let's see who's about. JC, no, not that one. Looking forward to this one. Hopefully, we can meet your expectations. Big Slaz, Arit. Carlos, Arit. Salad City's empty. Be Matty, king of all vegans in the area. Joanne G, Stalwart, nice to see you. Jojo, nice to see you. Paul Elliott, Hoss himself, pops up. Nice to see you, pal. I haven't seen you about for a while. Hope you're keeping your head down and um, doing all the good things. Duncan, nice to see you, brother. Who else? Jez Hunt, nice to see you. Kirsty Bridges, nice to see you, mate. Who else is a boot? Who else is a boot? Matty asks who is Cosmic Aslan. Tune in. Keep tuning in. You call that radio. I missed who you said you do your podcast with. I'm with Castos, who seem to be having stats issues, but our audio podcast never got near a chart as far as I know. Libsyn, mate. Uh, L-I-B-S-Y-N. They're generally really good, and they do IAB stats as well, which helps you with like sort of advertising and bringing in like mid-roll ads and things like that, so you can do all that. Um, it's been absolute trash for ages, and I've given them so many chances where they've given us refunds and that. Um, and it does honestly piss you off if you're like in charts and you're getting visibility and like new people and new eyes on what you're doing, especially when we're going up against the BBC, who literally just have to mention like the competitor podcast to us, and then we just get blown out of the water on any of the other massive BBC platforms. So it's really important, you know, and it's what I pay money for, and I'm not fucking happy about it. Um, do do Jojo's in. Nice to see you. What else we got? Just trying to make sure we don't miss anybody out. Joanne's saying, you're a good man, cow. Fucking right, Samar. You legend sound i don't know it's for no other reason other than my existence of course david teasdale nice to see you andrea's about Arit. glasgow just opened my eyes glasgow was about it was going to jump on a day but was said obviously there was no pressure and glasgow i'm just saying this directly to you mate didn't worry about it that we're just logged on it was always about um, the week you've had and the personal pressures that you've been under as the number one thing. So just because I'm here and we're talking about it now, no issues, mate. Well, it'll happen and it'll happen when the time's right. I know exactly what it's like with the sleeping at the minute. So all good. Jenny Schramm, nice to see you, pal. Right. Anybody else? Alice Wolf. 
Good morning. Are you in the fascist enclave of the Holland already? Um, check your signal. Check your signal. Seriously, I sent you something that's important. See you in a bit. Ding, ding, ding. Deborah O'Hara, nice to see you. Right, I really hope I haven't missed anybody, but um, we'll be doing shout-outs all day, a load of people about. Also, if you're about and you haven't say, said, please say so. Please give an early like. If you want to support our work, go Pete to the T, rnun.com forward slash cowdaily. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily for all your regular and predictable income needs for the show. Also, if you want to make a one-off contribution to our work for the onset of the baby Jesus, go to PayPal, link in description of this podcast. Or you can do one of them mad super thanks things where your comment goes up on the screen and, and you pay money, which is like PayPal. But you, yeah, whatever you wish. Be really appreciated. So let us unpack what we're doing. Two seconds. Had a quick drink there. Reet, what's this on the screen? This is from Kevin Anderson at Kevin Kleiman. Give it a follow. What The 1% group use their hugely disproportionate power to manipulate social aspirations and narratives around climate change. These extend from highly funded programs of lying and advertising to proposing pseudo-technical solutions from the financialization of carbon. Excuse me, a little bit of Vindig Pops. <clears throat> and I appear to still have a comment on the screen professionalism as ever anyway back to kevin pseudo technical solutions from the financialization of carbon labeling extreme any meaningful narrative that questions inequality and power such a dangerous framing is compounded by a typically supine media owned or controlled by the one percent the tendrils of the one percent have twisted society into something deeply self-destructive kevin anderson our kevin climate right why have i pulled that up just to set the scene because I think uh, what Kevin's saying underpins and um, illustrates nicely in a paragraph like a lot of the themes of what we're talking about, why we've got here, that kind of thing, right? So I will go to the thread um, that was initially discussed, which triggered this, and it's on our Facebook page. Um, facebook.com forward slash milk the cow podcast so i'll just pull this up oh go away i'm having one of them like like excuse me boomer moments <laughs> excuse me right so what we have here i just posted 15 minutes cities are a great idea change my mind right they are a great idea and i'm not just like pulling this out my ass right mean one one of my pals, Peter, right, we met through work and we're working on active travel, sustainable transport. And this was um, at the onset and dawn of these type of like ideas as they emerge quite often out of like um, sort of uh, green environmental and even anarchist groups to um, sort of NGOs, charities, which is where Peter and I were working at the time. And honestly, I swear to God, we're just two normal Northeastern lads uh, who did well in work careers and whatever and we are seeing all of this absolute lunacy about 15 minute cities and the shit that honestly the laughter that we've got out of it but that's not why we're here right i didn't want to like horse the piss out of people too hard right because there's some of the people in this thread right decent people who've been like part of our community for a long time and i'd like that to 
stay the same because they're not being abusive, right? But here's what the problem is, in my view at least. The pipeline during the sort of lockdowns and whatever it was a fucking captive audience. And like, look, when people are already being locked down inside you with a deadly virus, they're were obviously very susceptible to a lot of this stuff. And given the fact that we were on lockdown, whether people were like um, doing it or not is a completely different scenario. But I thought best set the scene on that one. Bit of compassion in that. So let's have a look. Right, let me see. Let's have a look at them. Uh, Alex Burnham, every city used to be a 15-minute city. Indeed. We're going to come back to James Fraser's um, in a, actually, no, we'll set the scene with James. So James is saying, I studied urban property surveying at uni. Town and country plan was one of my favorite modules, and I consistently got distinctions in it. The best urban models and town planners always used to design things where all local amenities were accessible to all on foot. Many of the successful models were thought of before the rise of car and were that way by necessity. The demise of such ideas is rooted in capitalism, which rewards business that can deliver on large scale at low cost. The best examples being big box supermarkets that are built on the edge of towns where the land is cheaper, which allows them to undercut other small businesses, especially when they are larger chains with more buying power and the ability to shaft their suppliers too. Just as a site, what James is saying, that's like the, the Walmart model. Um, if you look back to um, as far back as Naomi Klein's sort of landmark book, No Logo, the one that announced her onto the scene, um, it drills down a lot of this stuff in there. Just bear with us. There's, uh, the, the church bells are going off. You may be able to hear them. We're moving soon. You'll never hear them again. Wonderfully. Shut up, God. I need to go back to James's quote. Bing. Might as well have a drink of coffee. Honestly, I've been wearing noise-canceling headphones like ear defenders. It's horrible. Two seconds. Yes, now. So anyway, back to what James is saying. The demise of such ideas is rooted in capitalism, which rewards big businesses to deliver on large scale at low cost. The best examples being big box supermarkets um, that undercut smaller businesses, especially when they're larger chains with more buying power and ability to shaft their suppliers too. So in order to benefit from cheaper produce, people have to travel. In the absence of properly planned public transportation, which outside of big cities is usually dire, the only way to get there is by car. That's the same for the workers as well as the customers. That's how we ended up where we are today, reliant on cars, taking thousands of unnecessary journeys each year and small businesses always at a disadvantage on cost and economies of scale because there is no incentive and inconvenience for consumers to take advantage of in using them. Big up, James Fraser. Um, it's essentially, in a nutshell, most of what this is, it's, it's, we're trying to like cut unnecessary car journeys um i lived in america for a time um towards the end of the 90s right and without a car there it was in um indiana you were going nowhere there's no pavements um other countries as well like you know the the sustainable transport infrastructure is utterly shit um which is not great whatsoever so anyway what's been happening with 15 minute cities is people have um and by people i mean social engineers like steve bannon and others have conflated like some simple benign what's essentially like retrofitting cities in some regards in terms of like uh, how they're walkable and livable and how we don't need to use um the, the burning of fossil fuels to do like simple stuff as james has said going to big box um supermarkets on the edge of town 
And what what about um I mean I've done like loads of community work and projects on this. We're talking about older people, right? Who used to be able to like just walk the butchers, da 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 da. You know, it's mad because like um on the other side of this, these same social engineers use the um older people and the taking away of, of all of these things that we used to take for granted as a form of weaponized nostalgia. So when people who soak up this stuff as um the truth. Um, some of the people we're about to look at in this thread, they quite often are the people who say, do the, do your own research. And yet I'm not seeing people do any kind of research into the, the roots of 15-minute cities because, and this is a great litmus test, just ask people like we're about to show to provide evidence. Nobody does. Somebody did, right? Or at least a screenshot of something. And as you will see, it like really was not true. So let's have a look. Right, I'm just going to randomly scroll through this. Um, you'll be able to see it on the seat. Right, so Lewis Russell, this was the guy. Have your 15-minute cities, but just don't restrict my freedoms for when I want to get away in my camper van in Oxford, you'll need to apply to leave your zone. I mean, I just want to say from the absolute super jump, that's an absolute load of bullshit. Um, no disrespect, Lewis, Ari, and all of that. Oh, for fuck's sake. I've just got like a Facebook isn't working message, right? So there's like all these comments. Like, let us see if we can pull his up again. Right, well, it's not allowed. Oh, it is. Hold on. Right. One more try. And if Facebook blows it, we'll just, uh, we'll just crack on. Right, it's not working, as you can see. So anyway, what he's done is, Lewis, and this is just one example out of a few, see how I seamlessly just pivot into doing this freestyle? Hundreds of hours, yeah. So anyway, Lewis, give us a, like a screenshot from something like, what was the like the Oxfordshire Weekly? Oh, it was something like that. You can go on the thread and find out exactly what it was there. So I had a look into that, and thanks, Lewis, for providing what you thought was evidence. And um, that... Uh, outlet publishers ceased publication in 2018. Also, as well, somebody read deeper into it and just said, like, read what you've just posted. It had no relevance to 15 minute cities whatsoever. It was something to do with parking tickets or something. From that, we've got here is the, the absolute conflation between <coughs> what's like a really good uh, measure for like cities on so many different levels with this friggin' like green agenda conspiracy theory, which is used to uh, position far right people, um, as we'll see in a moment, uh, one of the ways anyway, as sort of somehow anti-establishment, because they've somehow made out that people like you and I are some kind of, like certainly in the UK, are part of some woke leftover blob. They're literally these talking heads on GB News and whatever, which is where these conspiracy theories are proliferated, by the way. Look at the sort of complaints to Ofcom, but also look at Ofcom as a regulator being toothless and not fit for purpose. So who's Cosmic Aslan? Matty, it's your boy on the left. Werewolf or Vampire? On the left, um, Cosmic Aslan. And on the right... Gert Wilders, but we need a nickname for him because I'm not giving him the respect. We need we need a name. Javier Malou on the right. Can't be bothered remembering that. Cosmic Aslan. What's the name for your, your boy on the right? The Living Dead. So basically, Wilders on the right um, got like a really unprecedented um, 
an unexpected result in Holland. And it's really, really got the potential to be massively damaging. Very much like an anti-Islamic agenda, um, very much like anti-green, very much um, an absolute rotter of a man like Nalu, and obviously linked in with the International Fash Network. I was in Holland last year and it surprised us um, how much it's changed because I spent a lot of time there in the past. Um, a lot of this sort of farmers protest stuff links into this and links into this sort of overall, as they call it, the Gruen agenda. I mean, I was at a party and somebody just openly talking about it as if it was like a gospel thing, um, Gruen agenda. And obviously I was just like, mate, what? And obviously didn't have my background in environmental stuff and my work. So I was just like, no. And here's why. So bit of a mad one, isn't it? So anyway, your boy Vilders has come in off the back of that because a lot of that stuff is um, has been co-opted by the far right. And a lot of it is around nostalgia because um, in any country, um, it remains the same. Like people are trying to hark back to the past because they're living under a state of trauma now and they're trying to, their brain at least is trying to jog back to the last safe save point before the pandemic, before things came like massively on top. So it's looking back to a time where Holland was like, you know, it was farming and it was just like your classic image of, of Holland, just like any other country, your, your classic image, it's been taken away and here's the people who are doing it, immigrants. There was a conspiracy theory which proliferated around Holland and continues to this day around um, how the land that was going to be taken away from farmers because the problem is is like the um composition of the land is it's just got so much chemicals in it like you can smell it and you might not be able to smell it if you're there all the time i hadn't been there for a while and i was cycling through the dutch countryside and it stinks it stinks very chemically and i'm no stranger to the countryside as you know like um worked a lot out out in the sticks and love nothing more than than hiking and i'm telling you man Holland's different, but it's it's much easier to say like agit propaganda and sound bites, right? If it doesn't demand any kind of change from people, so they're going to automatically jog towards that because ultimately, social engineers know that people fear change, and there's a hell of a lot of change coming, hell of a lot of change that like can't be stopped around the climate emergency, and here we are. This is how it gans. So anyway, a little bit of background on Cosmic Aslan. Um, this is from the Joe Rogan community. And if you think Joe Rogan hasn't utterly changed since he's been having a mad amount of spooks on the program, but that's for another day. Anyway, Cosmic Aslan says, shove the state in your fucking asshole, the fucking cunt of your fucking mother. You know what? I wipe my ass with the state. That's the new president of Argentina. It's the whole have a Raj haircut, say some wild shit, playing to like real or imagined um, images of the past and demand very little change. And this so-called so strong man will figure it out on your behalf. So just as a little bit of a sort of scene setter, I don't think some people understand how much a billion is. If you made a million dollars a year, you would have to work for 1,000 years to get 1 billion. 
There's literally people with 100 billion. No one needs that much money. Why? Why have I brought that up? This underpins everything, the greed of it all. These people don't definitely do not want any change because that means they get to lose their money. And listen, they nobody let them have a few billion. I'm not hating, man. I don't need some like super planned economy. I'm not looking for that because let's let's be honest, right? Like East Germany was not a perfect state. Why? Because people get to the top of it, authoritarianism to defend the revolution. Just another means for mass murder. Look at like other communist states that exist to this day. Some of them actually, like if you want to talk about um, the reality and have a properly balanced view, China by these same people is always invoked in like, well, why should we do anything? Certainly it was in Holland where I was there when China have the biggest emissions. There's a few things that are left out of that analysis. The fact that the, the so-called West, Global North, whatever you want to call it, has outsourced a lot of the manufacturing to China. So that should be taken into account. Also, China is literally the world leader in putting sustainable uh, solutions in terms of energy into their infrastructure. So if we look at it from a per capita, that's um, per head of population, China having a much larger population than the UK. The UK is, even though it's outsourced most of its manufacturing and all of those jobs to China, is still a bigger global polluter than China. So that's the fact. Let us move on. Right, what we've got up. Uh, Sai John, what are 15-minute cities? I just want to highlight what John says here because it's just belter. It's planning a city so everyone has a shop and basic services within a 15-minute walk. So basically a plot by the global elite to imprison everyone in the house. Jono, I absolutely love you, mate. And I just wanted you to know that. Um, and I've been, yeah, it's been a bit battered recently, like most of the world. But honestly, you're one of the funniest people. That is fucking brilliant. Comments. Who's a boot? Do, do, do. Alice Wolf. He looks like Shirley out of EastEnders joined National Action. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, class. Do, do, do. Jez is saying, remember when the Dutch were tolerant? Good times. There's always been an undercurrent of it all, I, but like anybody, people are just susceptible to like billions of uh, dollars being pumped into propaganda. So I'm trying not to hold it too much against the Dutch. And also, there was 25 seats for Timmermans, who's a bit more of a green type person. David Teasdale saying, here, here, China's a big polluter by making all of our shite. Quite right. What else we got? I'll just move this one on a little. So, just something I wanted to talk about, and it's like the Joe Rogan pipeline, whatever. On the screen, ma'am, can we have a counterculture? No, there's a counterculture at home. This is the counterculture at home. Here's pictures of Musk, Tate, Peterson, um, that dafty who was married to Billy Piper, and Wassel Brand. It's an entire pipeline, and it's the same people, and they're saying the same stuff. And if you think Elon Musk isn't a fascist, go and look at the stuff he's amplifying on the platform, which I would hazard a guess he bought ahead of these elections. And why? Hey, we've talked about this on the show before, and we've got a bit to cover before the end. So what else? Russell Brand on the screen. It's just one of his videos, and I'm obviously following him just to see what happens. 
But honestly, I find it so hard to watch because the neck of this fucking cunt. Um, oh shit, this Palestine revelation could change everything. That's not you putting clickbait on a genocide. Wussel, is it? But anyway, my point is, on the screen, GB News viewers also watch this channel. So the algorithm associates brand's audience with the GB News audience. Oh, how far he's fallen. <laughs> I mean, like, has he though in reality? Oh, how far his publicly curated persona has fallen in the eyes of people who like evidence. Oh, how far. The reason I'm bringing this up, he's massively, massively re responsible, at least his backers like Peter Thiel are, for these um, election results, or at least um, contributing to, and we haven't, we haven't got the opportunity to look at a lot of the comments on, because of Facebook being shit. But go to the um, Facebook post and have a look for yourself. Decent people, right? Decent people who I rate to this day who've been sucked into this fucking nonsense. And I say this to you with love. I really do. It's none of this. I say this to you with love and I'll switch this off and call these arseholes. None of that. And as long as you're not being an arsehole, you're not get called an arsehole. We're all entitled to opinions. But this shit is wrong. It's deeply damaging. And I'm telling you this as somebody who was there when these things were being formulated. I am not in the blood clot Illuminati. If I was, I wouldn't be fucking skinned, right? So anyway, what else for the screen before we leave? Shouts to Hellowell's RES, right? Love this guy. Big supporter of what we're doing. Look at this meme. Born too late to buy a home, born too soon to explore space, born just in time to say industrial agriculture caused worldwide ecological catastrophes, linking in with what's happening in Holland and how all of this tension has led to this election result. So it's not just about like, you know, one single issue, it cuts across everything, man. And this is a great um, meme to illustrate this. Also, Helliwell's posted this. Um, What's happening in the Southern Hemisphere now, it's summer, there is a foreshadowing of what's coming next year. If you think it's not going to affect you because um, you're in the UK, blah, 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 you would be wrong in terms of extremes of weather, but you would also be wrong in terms of, do you like food? Because the global food chain isn't doing very well. So on the left from Perth now, it says, Perth weather smashing November records with first extremely severe heat wave warning issued in history. On the right, Brazil records its hottest ever temperature. Also as well, I saw um, a data from the EU Copernicus project um, via something called Safe Communities Portugal, which talks about like just basically safety. And they titled it a November like no other. So if you think this is just the summer in the Southern Hemisphere, November is not going great. David Livingston in the house. What I, say, I assume that's what you say about the global food chain. Also going to have these impacts completely. Right, what else do we got? How do we solve these things? We can help each other. We can build resilient communities based on reciprocity and mutual aid. And never be deceived that the rich will allow you to vote away their wealth. I haven't given up on it completely yet. And just on that, right, Zach Polanski, who's been on the show, if you're Newcastle-based, is um, around this weekend um, at St. Peter's Social Club in Baiga, in the tune. He's uh, trying to initiate a new biker grove for green people. I honestly think Nick Hartley can win in Baiga, right? Please get along and support that, and we will be um, 
doing as much as we possibly can to support these things. So go to Newcastle Green Parties um, places for more information. Reason I um, talk about about mutual aid, right? It's one of the things that worked really well during um, the first lockdowns and was brought about by some really good people. One of the ways we can do this and work together is mutual aid, reciprocal uh, stuff. So if you need something, I can give it to you. I'll help, vice versa. Um, that doesn't have to be just informal. We can make that into formal things as we go forward. And it's that Buckminster Fuller thing about replacing the um, current thing with something better. Absolutely butchered that, but that's what it is. So I wanted to just talk about, uh, honestly, I'm putting my Mr. Cow hat on here, but Conor McGregor, I think, because of the links through Dana White, the UFC, Donald Trump, and just the fash, I think he's positioned himself as some kind of populist and will run for election eventually on the screen. Um, linking in with the riots last night. Innocent children. I'm not actually going to read it out because it's just talking utter shit. Fuck off, McGregor. But watch out for that one in Ireland. And I swear to God, it breaks my heart what ha what's happening. And I will say I have reached out to people in Ireland. Um, and do you need any help? Like, it's my heart, man. It affects us more than the UK. It's my family's history. And I've always banked on Ireland as being this like stalwart place. And it breaks my heart to see what's happening in Ireland. And honestly, I know you're listening out there. Big up yourselves. And I know you're doing, and I know what those images are, don't illustrate all of Ireland, far from it. But if I can be of any assistance, man, give us a shout. Reet, I just want to throw this up, but one last reminder it is this. Please get along to the National Demo, newcastlepsc.gmail.com. Same for anywhere around the country. Assemble, 12.30pm, Park Lane, London, Saturday the 25th of November. Um, and also, as I've said, for anybody who otherwise may not be able to have attended, I will fund out of my own pocket £15, two places to get you along to the demo. All the very, very best, good people. If you want to support one work, go to the P to the A to the T, arnium.com forward slash cow daily. That's patreon.com forward slash cow daily. If you want to make a one off contribution to our work, go to PayPal, link in the description of this podcast. Thank you all. I hope you have the most stunning of weekends, the very, very best. Love to you all as ever. Um, I'm going to go and walk the dog who. Is a sleep over there on the bed. I thought he'd be getting up. He's a bit lazy the day. Never mind though. Just a blessing that he's still here with. We're always a pleasure. Never a chore. Love you. Ta -da.